0: So I left here when I was, I did one year high school at Sir John McDonald, and then I moved Did my last two and a half years in Atlanta, Georgia, mm-hmm. was there for 13 years, came back. Mm-hmm. And uh, along the way, I would always come back during the summertime, so then I would meet Amoy and a lot of friends that I picked up along the way. Mm-hmm. And then when I came back, I came, I actually left, well I left just because I had the opportunity to go out there, basketball ambitions didn't go well <laughs> uh, but when I came back it was and who dreams really like you're like Dude, you guys are real tall out here like you guys you guys do this it's like, are real, real real. like okay <laughs> so while I was in Toronto it wasn't okay, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna right so yeah I'm gonna find another trade and but um that's- so then when Obama went to office and we had the, the recession that's when I came back my uncle's like listen come back here and you know, I have something for you. So I started working with him, but then I also went back to school, became oh. a child youth practitioner. So yes. I went to uh, yeah. Centennial. And then I've been in the field and prior to leaving I started I was always in some because I think I think Atlanta at that time was like the hype. Like T I just came out, oh. Bone oh. Crusher. So everybody was trying a thing. Everybody yeah. wanted to be an actor. Rapper. Yeah. rapper. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I was able to get a lo- get you know, in the scene, but I never really had Ambitious pursuits artistically, mm-hmm. but I just knew that because it was an opportunity, let me try something. Yeah. So then, when I came here, I started. Um, I was i I was given the opportunity to do some theater work. Okay. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Are <laughs> <laughs> we ready? To, like headphones up, like headphones <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Keep talking. <laughs> Squad, ready?
2: <laughs> How old are you, by the way? I won't. I'll edit this part. Oh, off. it's fine. I'm, I'm thirty-seven. <laughs> thirty-seven. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. You can't All see right. the grades. The grades. I, I mean. Yeah, is that? People a, get grades when that, they're like in their 20s too, so you can never really. Know really? Did Okay. Yeah, so. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, let me just make sure everything is up. Speak directly into the mic. Hello, yeah. hello. Yes. All right. Okay, so born in Toronto. Born in Toronto. Went to high school in Toronto, partly. Mm, partly. And then moved to Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. For ball-ish. Well, that's not... That's, I mean, <laughs> I'm, we can edit, we <laughs> no, can no, edit I'm that I'm part out. Don't worry. I'm always going to play with you on But not But, you
0: know, like, you know I, I actually... My dad was... Um, he was working for American Express at the time. And mm-hmm. he knew I was playing ball out here. And he said, you know what, son? There's an opportunity. Your dad
2: worked for American Express? Yeah. Wait, pause. Tra- travel agency. Wow. Oh, the and travel work, part. Yeah. I used to work for Amex. I'm like, who your daddy? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, you wouldn't... No, you wouldn't know him then. Okay, okay. And then
0: uh, he took off. He moved to Florida. Oh, and okay. then... Um, he started his own business and moved to Atlanta mm-hmm. so then once he got the whole green card process he's like yo I want to tell my boys if you want mm-hmm. to come out come out and at that time I was moving around the city because I was in Markham and then Scarborough ish mm-hmm. like elementary and so I wasn't foreign to moving around I always visited the pops in the state so I said okay why not why not do something different so I came out there and then I just planted my feet and um then the story begins about identity and how I learned to become who I was and Mm -hmm. came back here to champion uh, being unapologetically black and supporting our people and using that my artistic ability to Mm -hmm. do that and uh, for the last couple years I've been doing that as such but I think what was the the seed was when I started getting with Troy Crossfield to do a little white lie Mm -hmm. and um, my friend Karen had hit me up and she's like yo you want to act in this thing i was like yeah i'm not really it's not really my thing Mm -hmm. so then once i got my foot wet in that and just seeing how that whole the whole thing worked how it was put together then i was able to um dive in and write my own play and start writing yeah do that and then hit the stage again because in atlanta it was so funny there was one time i went to i had like a love jones moment i went to this place called apache Mm -hmm. and i choked and i was sitting there like Yo, I'm never doing. Oh, this people thing. weren't like. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> no, That's how I envisioned it when I left yeah. the house when I was rehearsing in the mirror. But that's not how it ended oh, up. Man. So I kind of mm-hmm. like, I, you know, I I kind of put a halt on that. So I think going back to the stage here and getting the opportunity mm-hmm. and being challenged, you know, set a set my heart on fire again. Yeah, and I was like, okay, cool, let's do this. That's where it ignited exactly. kind of thing. And then um yes. I had to figure out what direction I wanted to go with that, mm-hmm. and it just became something where um, I started doing a couple of pieces, but what really hit was the Black Woman piece, which mm-hmm. I performed at the Black Diamond Ball.
2: Wait, we're going to get to that. Pause. Okay. Pause. Pause that. Pause. Bring, bring, it, it, back. Uh-huh, uh-huh. bring it back. Bring first. it back first. <laughs> Let's right. welcome our guest. <laughs> five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother... Right. First let's (laughs) welcome Nigel. We use the D. Use the D. Use the D. Yay. (laughs) Welcome to such a pretty podcast, episode seven. Mm -hmm. Welcome, Mm -hmm. welcome. (laughs) Anyway. You do know Such a Pretty Podcast is a branch of my main lifestyle brand Such a Pretty Mess and it's a podcast for women in the new and on the move like myself. <laughs> and yes. Esther. Yes. hey girl. Hey. Hey. So Nigel is a poet, a thought influencer. I thought that was interesting because I've never heard anybody say mm-hmm. thought influencer. Yeah. So what exactly is that? Shifting.
0: I I okay. you know, I not for reaction, but for you to change your thought process of how you may look at something mm-hmm. so when I was when I did a piece which I'm sure we'll go over um, mm-hmm. black women or a proposed term melanin it wasn't only just for shock value I wanted to shift the narrative of how we look at black women mm-hmm. and piece of that part of that was saying black women mm-hmm. so I think in influencing the thinking my thought process was okay when someone watches this are they gonna now think different and how they approach or understand black women, mm-hmm, so right. I think that's part of the the process. Is very tactical in how I go about putting out content, mm-hmm. and um, I've always been that way and everything. Um, changing yeah, the narrative. Changing the Just narrative. Very direct. Yes. Direct. Also, that's content
2: amazing. creator. What I noticed is mm-hmm. that with your poetry, you do um, like a video, a mini video, yes. capturing images different things Mm. so in 2018 you did dear mama Mm. and that was it described the struggle Mm -hmm. (laughs) of Mm -hmm. black women black mothers Mm. what did that mean to you the dear mama because that's the first like video poetry it might be the second but i think i think again
0: i wanted to touch every because i have a, a soft spot in my my heart for our community period but i think it was essential that we um pour into women mm-hmm. of course pac has their mm-hmm. mama and yeah. i felt like that was such a inspirational piece at the time but again just from black women to Dear mama there was nobody overtly speaking to these mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. these women mm-hmm. and i felt like it was a must um i've been privy to have two parents in my life that continue to support and love me and i know the absence of that for a lot of people mm-hmm. it's hard to digest hard to articulate hard to figure out Where do i start in looking for that Mm -hmm, so i think part of my my journey my walk is to if i have those available resources and i can express it in a certain type of way let me just use my platform to say look mom this is what i understand this is what Mm -hmm. i see in you Mm -hmm. and hopefully that can provoke other men to either search out or give the same old to their mother um and the same thing to to women because i think there is the connection with the reason why we struggle with black women is because I struggle with my mother. So there's mm-hmm. that connection there that we yep. have to start to bridge. Wow. We we're talking
2: about the mommy issues. Come on now. Wow. you got mommy issues next week. Thank, thank you very much. Thank so, you. So um, mm-hmm. what I've noticed, and I did want to ask you about um, the focus of your poetry right mm-hmm. now, black women, because mm-hmm. there's Dear Mama, there's Black Women mm-hmm. and Proposed to Her Melanin, right. which is the most recent one that came out right. last week right. for International Women's Day. Mm-hmm why have you chosen to focus mm-hmm, mainly mm-hmm. on black women? What yes, about the men? Do exactly. they get mad at you?
0: You know what's so funny? I think if I, you know, I try to steer away from the Derek Jacks narrative and because I, um, the stage play, when I did a, he said, she said, they said, we said, mm-hmm. there was a, a balanced narrative. So anybody that has, that was privy to understand the other or artwork that I do has seen there has always been a balance in the context coming from, that can speak for the men's point of view. Mm-hmm. I think, the thought process again with with presenting the women first was also will it create a call to action for women now to respond Mm. because what happened was actually i did i performed i had dear father and what happened was i performed it in new york Mm -hmm. and what i should have did was there was some visual issues prior to but they didn't respond to it because my dynamic with my father is different from a lot of men. Right. Yeah. I have a very strong relationship with my dad. So I also was like, okay, how am I going to paint a picture where it will be received on two fronts? Because mm-hmm. when we're, a lot of women were like, hmm, I don't know
2: about that. That that don't sound right. <laughs> it, so it's, it's, We always look at it. It's, it's always a critical eye. Like, right, hold on, wait, yeah. what is he trying to do? Then, yeah.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's still that piece is because I wanted to be presented in a way where we both can have the dialogue and say, okay, well, I understand what he's saying and Mm -hmm. I feel him, Mm -hmm. but they're not, he's a one-off. His dad may may be like that, but for the most part, they ain't like that. Whereas with their mama and um, black woman, people are like, he gets it. So that's where I'm I'm still trying to bridge that because I want it to have the same impact and appeal.
2: I was just about to say, you should be able to have that. Because you have such a strong relationship with your father, Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be... Well, I I can't relate to that. I don't know type right. of thing. It should be more of oh my gosh, this actually exists. I'm curious, you know. I and like I, that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. feel like um, the mm. reception for for black people, it's like. He's not talking to me, so I can't relate. Yeah, gotcha. where I sh- we should be looking at it like, oh wow, it's real. Yeah, it's this real. Is. This is yes. something that yes. I can do for exactly. my kids, or right. you know, exactly. even if you yes. didn't have it, type yes. of thing. So you know, I yeah. love that. I, th- I think you should, you know, Message. dear father. Mm-hmm. That was a word right there. <laughs> dear, yeah.
0: dear, dear, dear daddy, father. Whatever we, can, whatever yes. we rename it, it's coming yes. back. <laughs> it's coming Come back.
2: It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't forget about the dads. Yes, yes. they're there. Um, yes. Yeah, so that's why I was wondering why you have chosen not to yeah. focus on black men um, yes, yes. in that motivation because right. a lot of black men say that we'll get to that conversation as well. Exactly. That we as black women are that's not supporting right. them. Exactly. So right. I want to know why you've chosen right. to not speak right. on black men. And I
0: and I guess you know the reason why I wanted to focus on women first is because. I didn't want. We have a tendency to play what we call oppression Olympics. We're always asking for someone else to come to our aid. Mm-hmm. But I think when you take a leadership role and you take the step, then they can say, "Oh shoot," because someone actually responded and did their black man. Okay. Right oh. now, mm-hmm. it was someone that tagged me, and I liked the fact that she said, "You know what? I see what you're doing. Let me respond." Mm-hmm. Wow. But I think that it's. But then I, I understand where you're coming from because we're always asking women to champion for black men. That's another thing. And we have to do as a as a collective as black men start to raise the bar for ourselves opposed mm-hmm. to just depending on women because we yeah. see in their yes. circle, they're figuring out how to do that, do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, just ex- expressing how we feel. So that was the first. I think there's two things. So I actually, two things I didn't want to do. One was I didn't want to come out as this incense, sexy poet guy mm-hmm. because the first time I actually performed was at uh Shout out to Andre and in his soul, soul session that oh, was um, downtown. It was a very sexual piece. Mm-hmm. So, and then I have a lot of pieces about love. But I think that I always say, let me start with my people, lay the foundation mm-hmm. so they understand where I stand. Mm-hmm. So if I make something that doesn't specifically speak to a race or a culture, they know that he's still with so me. This is my core. Yeah. This is my yeah. core. Yeah. So as I move, like I usually do those yearly Mm -hmm. but in the midst you'll see a lot more various or Mm -hmm. diverse content coming out over the next month especially the shameless plug uh, (laughs) memoirs of Mona coming out April 18th I believe memoirs of Mona
2: of Mona as in a
0: whoa but I like see I like see, I need her
1: I need you on the
2: team oh, that was good that was, awesome. that that was, was yeah. good that was good I like yo, that yo 2020 the vision is clear mm. I don't know but it yes. is
1: Mona it is I like clear. that that was dope yep. that is dope anyways
2: that was dope I like that so you also have Manifest Black yes and that is focused and I quote on transformation and yes. unique entertainment experiences yes. in, in the black community yes. so what type of of entertainment experiences are you creating okay so this is my me and my business partner <laughs>
0: natasha hellwig shout out mm-hmm. hopefully you get your spot up here i'm, I'm pushing for you to come up here miss <laughs> uh, broken heels herself Aww. um but hey, it's, girl. It, hey. <laughs> um so we do a couple events that uh again everything's always about healing transformation mm-hmm. and evolving growth and love so a couple events we do are r&b mm-hmm. um which is a-r-e-n-b-e and uh it's pretty much a white a writing workshop which where everybody comes together we do a couple artistic art activities and then what from there it prompts everybody to recite what they write Mm -hmm. um, which is a more of a smaller setting and then our bigger event is nightcap Mm -hmm. which we have we'll take like we last year we focused on insecure and what we do is it's almost like a cinema cinema i want to say it's a it's an engagement with the actual show so you will do we'll go through the first season and we'll break down the topics and make Mm. it relevant to what's happening in our community Mm -hmm. and then we put the women on one side men on the other side we have wine we have food Mm -hmm. we sit down and we have dialogue about things that are happening in our community and uh we do that and insecure
2: as the background because people need motivation (laughs) to get there exactly (laughs) so So we can swap but
0: what we realize is is um you Know there's always more women than men, so always, uh, always, yes. always, your there's brother, no step men in up, man. man. Come on, no step up. There's
2: no men in Toronto, there's none. No, no, I'm convinced. This challenge <laughs> it. It. Let's sorry, challenge sorry, sorry, that, sorry. guys. Come out to the next, but, one. yes. There's always <laughs> yeah. like three women yeah. to one, or no, no I'm actually, ten, <laughs> maybe five. No, that's fast, yeah. It's you a, know, yeah,
0: and we're trying to figure out how do we get because I don't know if it's because they're straying away from the idea of having a conversation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, rather pop battles and get a bu- bubble on, Fact. you know, fet up, fets up. But uh, I'm telling you, I promise you, a lot of beautiful thinkers in the room, beautiful mm-hmm. women. I mean, you will always find beautiful people in a room that wants to have conversation about life yeah. and stuff that's happening in T.O. Mm-hmm. So I think... Um, that's always, that's always a packed house. in those spaces. Yeah, yeah man. Because it's that. just a vibe. Yeah. Like everybody. And then it's like, it's kind of like the, the icebreaker. Because now you meet new people mm-hmm. and you exchange numbers. We've had a couple of people emerge into long long couples after wow. that. So, yeah. Sure so, you're so, saying
2: you got a man for I, me, now? I, 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 I might
0: have a couple. <laughs> you know, I don't want to put that pressure on myself, though. But because yeah, they got to be ready. You know, that's one thing I do. I do. I don't pass on brothers <laughs> to my sisters that ain't ready. Because I have to be reliable. She's like, why
2: do you send me this what? dusty
0: dude? He's dusty. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and I will send
2: him right to back, back. back, okay? So, like, this man to and all his problems, <laughs> okay? Um, you also have every day is Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, yeah, that's the new mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's She's talk like, about it. Okay, okay so you. every day being Valentine's Day, what are we manifesting and what are we putting into the universe yes, here? Um,
0: <laughs> live every day like it's your last. And mm-hmm. um, my biggest thing is always to reposition and repurpose love, so that's what that's about. Mm-hmm. And it's not only... Love for other people's love for self, and I think that everything starts with self. Mm-hmm. As much as we want to just move away from that conversation of, you know, healing, and I, I try not to be re- redundant with the healing transfer. The words, the, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the buzzwords of the moment. <laughs> is, I agree with you. you. Yes, so, yes, but it's like there's there's a lot of things that we you know we talk about outside of ourselves without mm-hmm. reflecting on the things we need to work on within us. Mm-hmm. And that's wow. always a conversation when I talk to, to my friends, female friends, or women friends. Mm-hmm. Don't let like to use the word female too often. Uh, but um, <laughs> is the idea of what are you doing to investigate internally of to see what you're manifesting in your life? Because mm-hmm. the, the law of magnetism is saying that you attract who you are or what you are. Yes. So then while we're saying that I keep on getting this dude, mm-hmm. which in his actions mm-hmm. on, you know, on first meeting him, maybe disrespectful, maybe wrong, but how did that energy come into your space mm-hmm. to begin with, mm-hmm. and how did we dive into that so every day' valentine 's Day chimes on that idea of what am I going to do to really find a level of self love now this is also something for that uh, we'll dig deeper in with the the men as well because mm-hmm. I feel like there's this swing of moving away from loving each other mm-hmm. the men yeah the men have a very uncomfortable time doing that mm-hmm. like we don't feel like there's a safe space yeah um it was we'll, interesting go ahead we'll get into that yeah because yeah. I
2: I'm yeah. the main topic yeah 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 okay oh she <laughs> got sort some... of that conversation. Okay, yeah. I got some fire <clears throat> um okay so I want to get into what we play this game called pretty or yeah. pretty messy yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going <laughs> to position a few things okay. and you're going to tell me whether it's pretty or pretty messy okay or you can choose pretty meh but we like firm decisions. Okay. Be direct. <laughs> so mm. we'll start with black men. Pretty Ooh. or pretty messy. I know. Oh, this, that was, that was good. a long pause. <laughs> yeah, let him marinate. Um... <laughs> <just drinking> water. <laughs> you have the option of saying pretty. No, mess. I don't want to
0: do that. I don't want to do that. Of... It's
2: a firm decision. <laughs> He's making a firm decision. You can hear the wine pouring in the background.
0: I'm going to say pretty messy.
2: Oh, wow. Say messy.
0: <laughs> Brothers, I was trying my heart was swing. He tried to find the pretty. I was, I was trying. Yeah. He was trying to find the yeah. pretty.
2: Why do you say black men are pretty messy?
0: Um because I think it's I'm always resorting to analogies don't <laughs> fall to this poetic thing. Um because they have to, in order to get to the pretty, you got to sort out your mess. And I think that we're not, we haven't taken the time to unpack or given mm-hmm. ourselves enough self-care to start pulling out those things and saying to ourselves, okay, um, what do I have to remove? What kind of toxic behavior do I have to address? Mm-hmm. What do I have to be honest with, with within myself for me to say to myself, you know what, I'm whole. And I think when you become whole then you become pretty and it's hard to do that until you... Address those things, and Mm -hmm. I think we do a a a good job of sidetracking around that.
2: So, but why do you think that is? Why is it so difficult? Yeah, um, Mm -hmm.
0: to change. So so I think too much masculine energy, Mm -hmm. and the reason why I say is because change is fluid, it's feminine, Mm -hmm. and I think that one thing that I've learned again going back to the basics of it all is I have parents that are very masculine and feminine. My dad's very masculine, my mom's very feminine, but Mm -hmm. the fluidity and how I balance within that doesn't affect my manhood Mm -hmm. but i don't think that you can men have to first of all accountability is a masculine trait but it also is something that you have to has to be modeled to you Mm -hmm. then i think um being being open to change is something that is another thing that you have to be used Mm -hmm. to so i think there's a lot of things that uh especially when i talk to to men and women separately it's he should know better, mm. but it's hard to know what you, never haven't taught, or you, right. haven't you haven't or seen or haven't been taught. That's yeah. why it's, un- yeah. it's still pre- pretty, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do you now get to that prettiness? Mm-hmm. Or do you even want to deal with it because it's so ugly? It's so dark. The truth is it's so, ugly. Exactly. You have to and go through dark. the ugly yeah. to get to the pretty. Yeah. And, and yeah. in that ugliness, do you have someone to unpack that with? I've always had a fellowship of men, mm-hmm. so I could always unpack these things with them. Mm-hmm. So I'm never alone. But there's certain men that feel so alone mm-hmm, and they don't even know where to start. Right. And that's why it won't yeah. remain unpretty until we really dig deep into that and unpack that. All right.
2: Woo! That was a whole. Okay, well... I'm sorry. I'm yeah.
0: sorry. But I, I love you, black men. And I, I try I to love say that. I you too. We, yes. It, and they, we need that.
2: And that's the we thing. We need that. We love our kings. I, I love me, a black man. I want to be with a black man. Yeah. And there's no if ands, or buts about that. But yeah. y'all make it so difficult.
0: Yeah, it is. It is so
2: hard. Anyways, I say y'all are pretty. I won't curse because Nigel is a good guy. <laughs> don't curse. I got ratchet in me. Do you? Yeah. No, so nah, okay. listen. Don't, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. You guys fooled. are pretty fucking messy. Okay? <laughs> fuck. There you go. Oh, fuck man. What are we holding this back me for? The fuck off. <laughs> <But> anyways, um, <laughs> break babies, pretty or pretty messy. Break oh, babies. Break Babies. What is a break baby, you ask? A la Dwayne Wade, Allah Chris yes, Brown, a yes. la Ludacris. Yes. And according to Urban Dictionary, on break baby is uh, when someone, usually a man, <laughs> mm. has a child while on break from mm-hmm. a serious relationship, i.e. long term girlfriend or fiance. Mm-hmm. So pretty or pretty messy, break babies.
0: So, and this, and this is putting men in the driver's <laughs> seat because they the, who's having the baby? The men or the women? Either you, one. You just gave me. No, either okay, one. Either okay. one. Uh, no, nah, I mean, I don't think it's messy. I okay. think that because, first of all, what are the terms of the break? That's one. Mm-hmm. And then the second, we live in a culture where people are just, you know, just digging down the place. And they, they having fun mm-hmm. with whether it's a break or they have an open relationship, I think. Now, the bigger question is unprotected sex, but that Mm -hmm, now that could be messy. But I think nah, because anything can happen. I think breaks are dumb. I think they don't make any sense. So but if you both agree, then y'all have are both accountable for Mm -hmm. that. So I don't think it's messy as far as like, oh, he had he he wasn't with her for two months and then they had a break and then he had a baby that doesn't sit. I don't. That ain't moved by that. I think the the, yeah, the yeah. problem
2: with the break, baby. Break down. It break it Narrative. It. <laughs> I think it's a, it's an excuse, um, mm-hmm. like for the relationship. It's an excuse for a man to say, "Oh, we weren't together, so it do- it doesn't count." Got you. And yeah. it's an excuse for a woman to say, "Well, he didn't have the baby on me because we weren't together." Got you. So, I mean, if you are taking a break and the terms and conditions of your break were you can date and yeah. be with other people, then fine. Yeah. But if it isn't, you right. can't hold on to this. Oh, we no, weren't together. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Because it should
0: be. I mean, essentially, it's like everybody uses break like when people are married and they take a separation. It's you're supposed to use that time to. Work, heal, on, yourself. work, on, work yourself, on yourself. But like who's really doing that? You know? Exactly. <laughs> so and now we have all these children running around <laughs> running around <laughs> yeah. here
2: because you want to go here instead exactly. of work on yourself. Yeah. So um I agree in terms of it not. It's a pretty meh, I would say. Yeah, oh, yeah, pretty yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Pretty meh, pretty meh. Yeah.
2: Because it just depends Fair. on the stipulations That's of the right. break. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. I agree. when yeah. it's okay. Right. I think Dwayne Wade, Chris Brown, and Ludacris all cheated. Hundred percent. <laughs> <100%. laughs> yeah, there, there was no ag- agreement. There was no agreement that whatsoever. That was- so, exactly. so,
0: so, why do you think they stayed, the women?
2: Okay, <laughs> so when you look at these situations, a lot of people first say, "Oh, it's the money. They have money. They're whatever." Mm. Um, I think it's based on each individual woman what she can deal with, right. um, mm. in these situations. And a lot of people will say, "Well, he had a baby on her," blah, 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 and mm. have their their input on your relationship, but. If you feel like within your relationship Mm -hmm. that I can now trust this person and continue on based on whatever happened, then fine. But I I feel like it has to be more than just money um, that's holding them. Because that type of betrayal, because to me, it's a betrayal. Because we're supposed to be working on us on that break and you add another aspect to the situation. So I just, it has to be more than money. Maybe more self-esteem. I don't know for the women. For the women. Hmm. That is I think they us. really love these men deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I think also too cuz women we tend to hold things like we tend to be so much more sensitive when it comes to the mm-hmm. topic of love. Okay. I feel like okay. when these men have these break babies it's like it's it's heartbreak but then they do something to make up for it and then, that pulls the women back in cuz <sighs> they still are they're they're still there, so that, like you know, so. But my, my thing is, I can't even like. For me, I wouldn't say mm-hmm. whether or not I can accept a break, baby. It just depends on the situation. Of mm-hmm. Break, baby. Air yeah. quotes. Air yeah. no, quotes. Break, baby. Break baby. Yeah, we'll break. just tell everybody else yeah. that we were on a break, but we know that you cheated on. I had me. a COVID nineteen baby. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> November. beer oh i know. <laughs> Bear Scorpio's is coming now and with that pretty or pretty messy covid 19 coronavirus I that
0: was coming i was prepped for this i was prepped I was like, for this low. question pretty
2: or pretty messy it's
0: messy man it's just like it's all a over hot the place it's mess. a hot mess Mm-mm. man i mean uh it, you know one thing i'll say is is before we had this conversation about um the idea of how how much information we get throwing out. Because mm. if, if social media wasn't around, we'd probably get it from one or two sources. Yes. And I think there's a lot of uh, misinformation. There's some that we want to believe, but then it's contradicting the other mm-hmm. information we're seeing. And um, I think we, one thing I'll say is that we do make light of Situations now because we can make memes and mm-hmm. and help us with that, but it's a lot of like it's creating a lot of anxiety, hysteria, toilet paper missing from from Walmart.
1: Ridiculous, you
0: know. But ain't nobody buying like, no soap. Nobody's no, buying soap. no vitamins. <laughs> like soap, oh, like, soap. Thank you, the, you vitamins. the vitamins. I had their like, I mean, they, yeah. People
2: are getting right. mad at people for recommending building your immune system. <laughs> right. Like, what? take your vitamins, eat your right. fruits and your veggies, your greens, right. um, your energy, immune booster. All types of things. Like, why are you mad at me for telling people that? Like, exactly. I'm not saying build build so right. it's gonna cure COVID, but it at least builds you up so that it distracts you now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but yeah, I feel like social media has ruined us. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Preach. Absolutely. It's it like a help and a hindrance at the same time. Yeah. It's um okay, so let's get into some numbers Great. and keep this into perspective, please guys. Perspective is everything. Mm-hmm. Um so Canada has a total of hundred and ninety three cases. Mm. How many people do we have in Canada? Roughly what? 30 32 million? million. Yeah. Thirty-three. <laughs> Something like that. Hundred and ninety-three. Seventy nine in Ontario. How many people live in Ontario? Fourteen F- million. million. <laughs> yeah, Seventy nine out of fourteen million. Sounds like an itch to me. Mm, okay. Right? Itch. Just ooh. Mm-hmm. Is that corrupt? <laughs> Is
1: that a corona? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it off your shoulder. <laughs>
2: And among these 193 cases, the onset of the illness occurred um, between January 17th and March 9th. 50% of the cases are female. Interesting. Mm. 73% of the cases are 40 years and older. Mm. Okay. Um, 11% have been hospitalized. So that's, I don't know, 10 Yeah. of right. those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person has died in Canada of COVID-19. And 75% of the cases are travelers. And 10% are close contacts to travelers. Okay. Wow. So in total, mm-hmm. the numbers, they're saying, I think it's 125,000 people affected by it. 5,000 people have died in and around that area okay. and 70,000 people have recovered.
1: Hmm.
2: So that number, the recovery number has not been talked about at all. Wow. And I found that to be very yeah. interesting. That is very yeah. interesting.
1: That's the first time I'm hearing that number. Oh, the right. recovery. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've never heard that before. Mm. Yeah. 70,000
2: people have recovered. So, for the most part, people huh. are losing their minds. On Wednesday, who declared it a coronavirus, a pandemic? Yes. So, and that was pretty much when the NBA. I know, man. Yeah. Sorry, guys. And it was tough. It was tough for us. <laughs> That's When it got real I'm, for sad, us. Too. We I'm re- sad too. I'm sad too. I love watching sports. I do, I do, I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. lie. I love that. Um, so once the NBA announced yeah. that uh, they're suspending their season, everything yep. NHL. else, NHL, um, MLB. MLS, MLS, yeah, um, MLB, um, as mm-hmm. well. So everybody mm-hmm. announced that they're postponing the season until further notice. NBA mm-hmm. said it's at least 30 days, 30 days, yeah. So Let's pray about it because I'm going to need the Raptors to win again. Yeah, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so schools are closing as well. Three weeks now? (sighs) Yes, they're back open April 6th. Yes, yes. So are we overreacting?
0: (sighs) (laughs) I I think that Toronto does a good job of being preventive. And Mm -hmm. I think it's not so much about what's going to happen, but what we can prevent from happening. And I think Mm -hmm. that and every aspect of how we we run our country is very different in comparison to how loosely other places do. So, and I shouldn't say all other places, but one being America. The border, exactly. the one that's connected that's right, right to us, is so, just right. fucking exactly. shit Exactly. I think if they it's explained ridiculous. that this is more of a preventive thing, and you know, gave us mm-hmm. more stats that show the optimism, we would be in a better space, mm-hmm. a, like headspace of how we're looking at the virus. Uh, yeah, I think we as as the people are overreacting, mm-hmm. but I think that. What I'm receiving from what I hear from the government, whether it's Trudeau or Tory, is more of a preventive strategy. Yeah. And I don't hear anybody saying like, oh, you know, it's going to be over and and we're going to die or, you know, uh, mm-hmm. we're, gonna, we're expecting this amount of cases to come before us. So I just think that it's a good preventive strategy. And I'm not I'm not. Either way, I'm not overreacting, but I also think that I'm still watching.
2: I'm, and how I'm still, I am still like, yeah, yeah the, like, using keeping the precautions. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. like washing my hands, not touching my face listen, on, on the yeah. outside.
0: You know, and it's so funny because I was um, just watching how, you know, the black people do react and we're like cool we make a joke at a, First, a listen you know black people have been known for being dirty so we always mm-hmm. have to be clean mm-hmm. we've always dealt with adversity so this is not like this is not a we're thing. just like cool like, and wow. I'm seeing other people oh my god it's the, and I'm like because they're not like, used to nothing they're
2: right. not used to no. Anyway. talk the talks talk <laughs> the talks this is, they're they're not used a to real, this is a real this thing this is a real like ter- yeah. terrifying yeah. thing for, for them, yeah. them. Yeah. exactly they're not used to struggle they're not used to fight they're not used to having not having exactly
0: yes that's what they think it is so we been in apocalypse
1: <laughs> Exactly, this we've been fighting our whole life
0: you think you think missing we, we didn't even have money for toilet paper you know man's had to exactly. figure out like alternative means that's how we and, know all mm-hmm. the quick medicines and all the things and, and all this stuff blues. to of do of course it's so, true. It's true. It's true. Yeah, exactly right it's you know so. i just feel
2: like it's people real. honestly like okay i'm a slight conspiracy theorist <laughs> i'll be completely honest and i hate the term conspiracy theory mm-hmm. because it's Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And it was used, like, it originally came from people that questioned, like, the JFK assassination. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They started calling it conspiracy. Mm -hmm. But years later, turns out that what people were questioning and asking was actually the truth. And they used the term conspiracy theory to make you seem like you're crazy for asking questions. So um, I don't like that term to begin with, but I always just, I ask Mm. questions and I'm always curious as to, okay, you've known about this thing for, I don't know, six months now. That's right. And nobody wanted to react to it and say anything, Mm. make any movements, Mm -hmm. tell the public, hey, Mm -hmm. you know, here are the precautions, travel bans, all these things. Now people are losing their minds. I just... It just feels like this is all mm-hmm. created to control for the something. Yeah. Yeah. There's something that we're missing here. It's it a very, like, I mean, very yeah, dramatic yeah. You have to be reaction. more keen
0: on that stuff because we always, like you said, you were naming all a list of all the other things that are, are occurring at the same time. And sometimes we miss all those things that we should be paying attention mm-hmm. to because after we were just, there was a joke about, okay, so after this is done, then it's just going to give, it's an incentive for the for the government to say okay teachers Another this is why vaccine. this is why you guys do should stay on strike because you know what you know yeah. what's gonna happen yep. you don't we don't we need online schooling mm-hmm. yeah. because if your kids are out with exactly. three four weeks yeah. and we're gonna send them assignments to a portal online
2: mm-hmm. why not do that then for the whole year yeah. yeah exactly you know what i'm saying exactly. so it's like
0: i'm with you on certain yeah. things like, and even the vaccine <laughs> now right. we're yes. gonna
2: have to have a coronavirus exactly. or covid19 exactly. vaccine exactly. right public officials Government, they've been lying to us mm-hmm. from the beginning of oh, time. For sure. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at historical, major historical events, mm-hmm. we've been lied to about. And mm-hmm. now we get the truth. Yeah. So just yeah. know that in 50, 40 years, yeah. you'll get the real truth for about sure. COVID 19. Right. Absolutely. For sure. So Facts. Ask questions. Yes. I always ask questions. That's so. all I got to say. But COVID 19 is pretty messy. It's, it's very. It's a big mess. It's Wash insane. your nasty ass hands. Wash your <laughs> hands. Cover your mouth. Cover your mouth. Wipe yes. your ass. Do all of that. Just get yourself Clean. Hygiene is key. Hygiene is everything. That's it. And we drop I feel like this is exposing the fact that we definitely dropped the ball on hygiene. Yeah. Because before, like yeah. remember you couldn't even come in the house exactly without, without washing like, your hands. Take off your clothes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yo, daddy, yeah. wrong with Yeah, right. <laughs> literally. Right. Wash right. your hands, you have yeah. to do this. We don't have those standards yeah. anymore. So it's true. It's true. and
0: true. I think it's also it teaches people that you know pathogens Mm -hmm. or bacteria really can affect you Mm -hmm. i think people second guess like i also work in the hospital as well and i think that's one thing that we're always talking about is hygiene protocol you're like yo why do they keep on talking about that but you, when you learn the, trans, the transmission yeah. of, of germs and bacteria, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, disease on disease on disease, yes. virus. So I think people are like, oh, all you got to do is just wash your hands. And I think they always have this, they over romanticize what a disease looks like. Mm-hmm. And it comes from the smallest things, the littlest yes. things. So I think that's, that's important. Like now it's being re- reinforced. They're like, oh, okay, so this, me not taking care of my dirty yes. self." Yes this yes, can, cause real. A can cause a problem <laughs> yes. it, could, you know it could kill you it could kill you yes, yes for, so that's real, huge. for real for real so huge. yeah so that's huge stay yeah. calm
2: y'all yeah and stop buying all the, I need toilet paper I yeah. do I yeah. honestly I asked one I of my clients I was like good. can you bring me yeah. toilet paper <laughs> Yeah. Like I went you. to like four shoppers three yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's all yeah, done yeah, I ended up buying paper towel and then when my clients came to my house I do hair as well oh okay oh okay like a braid up thing or like you do dreads too yeah.
1: Oh, Everything. Okay,
2: so, yeah, one of my clients, um, mm-hmm. she was coming to my house, yeah. and I was just like, ah, sis, if you could spare a, a roll of toilet paper. You could just send yeah. out yeah. a roll. <laughs> that would be great. And she brought Because that's
1: literally what it is. There's
2: nothing. There's nothing. People. Listen. I don't yeah. know how Didn't the, the world pa- is ending. I'm yeah. dying of coronavirus yeah. equals no toilet paper. Right.
1: Calm down, y'all.
0: Calm down. And it's like wiping your butt with a uh, paper towel is very awkward. It, really, um, it hurts. It, it
2: hurts. Burns. <laughs> that's <laughs> why I asked the lady. I was like, please, just... You know, I mean, if I have
0: to. Exactly. I'll wet it. I'll wet it. exactly I'll do what I gotta
2: do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For real. <laughs> and break
0: it in half exactly, and do whatever exactly. you gotta do. Split but, yeah. it like <laughs> a
2: busted Remember those back at the yeah, day? Yeah, absolutely. The yeah. street. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. Let's get into the mess and the stress of it all. Okay. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to talk about stereotypes and generalizations. And why are we going to do that? Because if you know me or follow me on social media you will know that i always be posting some funny stuff inappropriate things Mm -hmm. um thought provoking educational things Mm -hmm. as well motivational Mm -hmm. things i'm uplifting i'm all these things a little bit of everything a little bit of everything and from time to time i rant Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this past week i went on a rant okay (laughs) so let's talk about the rant I actually asked this person if I can um, use their response. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Mm. I'm trying not to throw shade, so help me, (laughs) the shade gets thrown. Okay, so this is what I posted on my Instagram and Instagram story. And it's an important conversation, which is why we're having it right now. Okay. So I said, it's so frustrating hearing all these complaints about the lack of support black men get from black women. And when you as a black woman attempt to support a black man, he makes excuses. I truly need you guys to STFU, which means shut the fuck up (laughs) and do better. I live in real life, not the internet. I am a black woman at work. Do not disturb my peace. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Next. What do you take <laughs> from that, Nigel?
0: Okay, so there's lots lot to <laughs> What kind of support are you giving and what is he declining? That's the first question. Okay,
2: so I'm not trying to call any names. Okay. No, just, um, no. But this was a conversation we had on the last podcast. So you listened
0: uh, to... So like, that's pretty much calling the person out? It
2: <laughs> is. No, honestly, if he listens, he knows... Mm. He knows it, right? He knows what it is. He knows exactly what it yeah. is. And he knows me, okay. so you know. Yeah. Straight shots. You know I'm just not calling shots your fired. name, yeah. but straight shots. You know. So, this particular so person, blimps. I was supposed to have a male voice of reason. Mm-hmm. And I did a whole, like, you know, submit your request mm-hmm. to be a male voice of reason. And why I say male voice of reason, and a lot of people have will have an issue with that. Like, why does it have to be male? And mm-hmm. why is he a voice of reason? Got you. My whole thing is, um, I'm very, when I speak, I'm very opinionated and You're i will passionate. probably passionate yes. i will say i talk i can talk some shit sometimes okay i need somebody that's gonna be like sis you talking shit <laughs> right just to chime in from here and there so uh-huh. i had a whole submission process for that uh-huh. and i chose my male vo- voice of reason and when it came time for him to actually show up Ooh. he did not yeah so i fired him mm-hmm. and this hence the post mm-hmm cue the music <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. so yeah and excuses yeah is all i got and yeah. it's just like i refrain mm-hmm. from um posting mm-hmm. or saying negative things mm-hmm. even based on my experience because mm-hmm. i don't have good have i had a good experience with the black men? let me think take a second take a second <sighs> I haven't had many good experiences with black men, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I could overly express that on social right. media. I could comment on all these negative mm-hmm. things. I could post things on me and I refrain. I don't do that right. because I know what's out there and the things that men have to deal with, black mm-hmm. men have to deal with, and I don't want to be a part of that. So let me get into the response of this particular okay, person. Okay, okay, So after this post, somebody was obviously triggered. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shots fired. So this person said, and I quote: "You." Are you? You guys Uh is how it started. Generalization. (laughs) Generalization of the generalizations. (laughs) Here we go. So you guys, men and women, who make these generalizations help no cause. These public cries that black men slash women feed a stereotype that they want to perpetuate, i.e. black men don't date black women, i.e. black fathers aren't in the home, The examples are endless. All the above statistically is incorrect, but there is a group of people that keep this shit going. If there is an issue with a member in our community, that convo should be held within our community. White people who are our enemy read these things and double down on it and continue to use these things to divide our community. White women don't make public statements that white men ain't shit. Even (laughs) though history has shown it's a fact that white men ain't shit. Yet this is the norm in our community. Why is having a unified front such an unknown idea? I will never get it. Mm-hmm. Woo.
0: I think we're talking about two separate things, right? That's the first thing. Yeah. Um, I think there's there is grounds to talk about uh, keeping things within the community, but I also understand the frustration of being stood up, stood up, or left to carry something by yourself when someone has committed to something time Mm -hmm. and time again. I think this is a narrative that women have constantly said is that I'm always being ghosted on. Mm -hmm. And I've had a conversation with one of my homies the other day, even in from business practice, dealing with um, certain men that Mm -hmm. couldn't show up. Like, they wouldn't even call. They wouldn't even um, say like, I'm late or the reasoning why. It's almost like they ghost. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, like I always dig deeper. And the, the, the question for me is is that natural for you to do that? Mm-hmm. Cause if it's normal for you to do that, then we need to unpack why it's been normalized. Right. And I think that's, what's happening is that behavior has been normalized mm-hmm. and it's almost like we become, we dismiss the idea that that's a part of your character yep. that needs to change. Yep. Um, but again, I don't think that that's the correct form of action. And then the, 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 the other thing is, um, was there an apology? Right.
2: I haven't heard from this person. Right. So at least that's yeah. that, important
0: exactly because even just taking accountability mm-hmm. is a first step cuz I think what and I'm still working on is is just when I'm wrong just getting used to apologizing. Yeah. Right. You know just like simply saying I love you. I think those mm-hmm. are things that we're afraid to do because we've never had to do it. We never have seen it. Mm -hmm. So we puff up and then we go on our own rant, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't help the cause either way. Mm -hmm. Because regardless if I have, I can chime in and say all the things that I should be doing that white people don't do, I'm still adding fuel to the fire. So my first response would be, I apologize. Mm Because even if I said that to you now, you "Oh, oh, okay. So he just apologized. Now you at least have to think about the decision of ranting Mm -hmm. but from that point what have you changed you create the same cycle so i think there's just to answer your question on both ends from the first side when you're speaking about you know the accountability piece that's a frustrating i think that's a trigger for a lot of women Mm -hmm. because when we talk about um and he's correct i think that sometimes we but i don't think your angle was to miss to to make it seem like all men are this way but i think sometimes when we hear women speak mm. consistently and we're not hearing the other side, it's perceived that way, mm-hmm. but then that's not your job. It's also other women to say, because if your experiences have not been with dealing with good black men, it's the women that mm-hmm. are dealing with good black men to say, I love black men, mm-hmm. then it balances mm-hmm. out. But it doesn't change the fact that how you felt in that moment is how you felt.
2: Mm-hmm. Go
0: ahead. Um, but yeah, yeah. that's a different conversation about how we have this discourse about each other and but, what forums, but I think
2: I think that's um <clears throat> the problem in that the conversation right. uh-huh. is not open. Because if this if this person right. had an issue Facts. with what I said and how I said it, you mm-hmm. we can talk about it. right mm-hmm. I'm not the type of person that's going to shut you down right. or be like I don't know. This is some bullshit. I said what I said, blah, 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 blah. If there's an issue, and that's what I said to him Um. in my response, I said, if you're reading to understand, ask questions Mm -hmm. for understanding. Mm -hmm. Are you a black man that makes excuses?